0: what's up everybody welcome to another episode of the top five at five with your host johnny quest today is thursday august 20th here's what you missed while you were probably still waiting on yesterday's episode to show up All right, so on Tuesday evening, the DNC, man, eh, it was kind of weak. The biggest controversy was all the Republicans that kept coming on to support Biden and the fact that nobody really watches these things. So it came as a shocker to many to see Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, a.k.a. AOC, nominating Bernie Sanders for president. But you see, if you weren't aware, that's just protocol since he had so many delegates that he had won and never really relinquished. He wasn't trying to cont- test the convention this time around but he did want his influence to help push the biden campaign further to the left so yeah that happened and then joe was officially nominated the democratic candidate then joe's wife dr jill did her speech and gave us all more of an insight into biden's personal life now yesterday the bigger guns came out hillary spoke can she finally go away after this and then obama spoke and really shut the house down with an incredible speech i mean i really love his inflection And his his tone, his whole delivery is great. I can listen and watch him deliver almost any type of speech. But okay, his was pretty balanced. Actually, he had some anti-Trump stuff and some very good messaging around supporting Joe. But mostly, he was talking about voting and the democracy and the country and getting things back to like regular normalcy. Then came the nomination for Kamala, and let me tell you, tweren't a dry eye in the Johnny household after those introductory videos for her they know how to pull at those heartstrings it it really is honestly it's just awesome to see people that look like you and your family on tv talking about and accepting some of the biggest honors this country has to offer i mean a child of immigrants graduate of an hbcu that seems trivial but honestly it's truly inspiring no matter which policies you believe in now tonight's the last night joe's gonna make his grand speech and give his pitch to all the voters i'll be watching but i'll also be flipping back and forth between the fc derby match Okay? you guys remember steve bannon yeah that really frumpy looking white nationalist that used to run the breitbart website before getting hired to become trump's campaign manager through most of the 2016 election Eh, he didn't really make much of himself afterwards well he was arrested today along with three others in true wasp like fashion he was actually arrested on his boat off the coast of connecticut yeah great quote the four men are indicted for allegedly using hundreds of thousands dollars donated to an online crowdfunding campaign called We Build the Wall for personal expenses, among other things. Bannon and another defendant, Brian Colfodge, promised donors that the campaign, which ultimately raised more than $25 million, was a volunteer organization and that 100% of the funds raised will be used in the execution of our mission and purpose, according to the indictment unsealed Thursday, but instead, according to prosecutors, Bannon... Bannon, through a nonprofit under his control, used more than a million dollars from We Build the Wall to secretly pay Cole Fodge and cover hundreds of thousands of dollars in Bannon's personal expenses." End quote. Yeah. So, do you remember that stupid online fundraising campaign where people thought that they could raise enough money themselves to build the southern border wall even though it would be illegal to use private funds? Yeah. Well, all those fools got rightfully bamboozled and swindled out of their money. And in slightly other news, but still related to Trump and fraud, a federal judge today rejected Trump's legal defense team's bid to block the New York City DA from accessing his tax returns and other financial information. Honestly, this looks really good to hit Trump with tons of fines because I'd rather see him go broke than end up in jail. Thank you, Bones. Expect another appeal and another delay because, hey, that's what lawyers do. All right. Here's a wild story out of the country of Mali, which, if you're not familiar with, is a country in West Africa, formerly colonized by the French, but independent since around 1960. So on Tuesday, after a couple years of frustration and protesting and allegations of corruption and false elections, the military took it upon themselves and forced a coup of the president's office. Quote: In a televised address, Mali's President Ibrahim Boubacar Keita resigned and said he was also dissolving the government and party adding, I want no blood to be spilled to keep me in power. He and Prime Minister Bouboune Cissé were taken to a military camp near the capital, drawing international condemnation. A spokesman for the soldiers called for a civil political transition leading to credible general elections. Now It remains unclear who began the mutiny, how many soldiers took part, or who will now take charge. End quote. The UN Security Council is supposed to meet and discuss the latest developments. Now, France, who as their former overlords feel like they still have some say in what happens there condemned the action and urged soldiers to return the base although to be fair france does still have a lot of troops in the region helping to fight off al-qaeda and other insurgents and that's why this is a big deal because there are many many terrorist camps north of mali and fighting them off has now been kind of dormant not to mention there's about ten thousand un peacekeepers in the area as well our hearts are with the mali people we'll see what happens next All right, talk about our cohete eso moment. Yesterday, during the first game of a doubleheader between the Cincinnati Reds and Kansas City Royals, that's baseball for you non sportsers the Reds radio sports commentator said something so shocking he actually got fired right on the spot. He used a homophobic slur, the F word, live on air. Quote, the broadcaster was commentating on a Reds game against the Kansas City Royals on Wednesday when he used the derogatory term to describe a city, one of the F capitals of the world, Brenneman said. End quote. Looks like it was one of those hot mic moments, <laughs> and then he tried to apologize and said, "I don't know if I'm going to be putting on this headset again." And nope, he hasn't. During the second game, he was removed and suspended. Well done, Tom. te <laughs> eso. And finally, this was an interesting story I read. Apparently, this is a real thing, at least in the tri state area. People are renting out their backyard pools by the hour and making bank yeah this one guy is charging 90 dollars an hour and has booked ten thousand dollars worth of rentals in a single week there's this app called swimply it's like swim and simply mashed together good job there quote with area beaches limiting parking lot capacities to 50 percent, public pools enforcing social distancing strategies and a shortage of above ground pools available for purchase many would-be waiters have been hunting for a way to get wet this summer no matter the cost on Swimply which launched last year pool rentals cost anywhere from 45 to 125 dollars an hour plus fees for additional guests owner Melissa Riley charges 125 dollars an hour for her islip New York pool which is tricked out with a waterfall diving board fire pit bar area and comfy shaded chase lounges quote ever since COVID hit we have people requesting the pool seven days a week said the mom on four whose customers are Manhattan nights driving two hours from the city for an aquatic escape end quote okay only thing i'm asking is how much is the disinfectant team charging for daily visits when does this kick off in chile new york and what happens when your visitors inevitably pee in the pool you know it's gonna happen well my beautiful people those are my top five news stories of the day So yeah, if you made it this far You're probably wondering what happened to yesterday's show And listen, as much as I try to get these things out every day Remember, I I have a main job And this is a passion project for now But I still apologize for those looking to find something new yesterday But hey, in bonus news Congrats to Apple for crossing the $2 trillion mark That's right, yesterday they crossed that threshold And are now the most valuable company in history Yet again, just one year after crossing that one trillion dollar mark now they're worth two which is kind of wild considering that a million people filed for unemployment just again this past week i mean the stock market is a beast i'll continue to argue with anyways uh if you use adobe lightroom on your iphone or ipad do not update turn automatic updates off Looks like they published an update that inadvertently deleted all of your photos in the Lightroom app. Not on your phone, but in the Lightroom app. Adobe says there's no way to get them back. So yeah, that sucks. And uh looks like Trump called for the boycott of Goodyear tires after seeing this meme posted online that looked like Goodyear wasn't allowing their employees to wear MAGA hats at work. Yeah. That makes sense. Boycott an American company over something political. Sounds very Republican-like. By the way, Goodyear came out and said that that image was not made by corporate. So yeah, not an official policy. Good job jumping the gun there, Mr. President. Really got my faith in you to make the right public decisions. Anyways, listen, it's the start of the freaking weekend, y'all. You put in that work this week, make sure it counts this weekend. And as always, remember, stay focused, proud, and dedicated. Dodge the rest catch up with Quest. I got you with the news.